Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one... The only Pucko Podcast! It's Pucko! Pucko! It's Pucko! Pucko! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Pucko! Grab your friends, it's that time Jump again! again. And welcome to the 320th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host, Bobosophis. And Sublime. And as always, we're here to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that Bo came up with in 2007. And It's actually... To puckle because it's the Pokemon Underground Champions League. So, man, should we should we should we start doing that like Ohio State did? Like, did they start doing that? Yeah, no, no, they really did. Like, it's official. Like, if you do like anything official with Ohio State now, you have to put the in front of it because like the trademark name isn't Ohio State. The trademark name is the Ohio State. So. <laughs> As opposed to the unofficial Ohio State Twitter. Yeah, no, isn't that isn't that crazy? <laughs> like, it's so weird to think about. Yeah, they like they like did that with Ohio State, and I couldn't believe when they did that. So uh, that's a lot of fun for me to deal with. However, like how, yeah, go oh, ahead. I was gonna say that's like how Scrawn has um, <laughs> Jay Witz's yeah. uh, name on what is it Nintendo? I think he does. Yeah, so it has to be the Jay Witz because of yeah, Scrawn. Exactly. I mean, that's, that, that's so Scrawn, by the way. Yeah, no, that's why I'm that's why I'm the the thatch on Pokemon Go and stuff. Like is literally for the same reason. Because they Because Scrawn so, took thatch for I don't think, I don't I don't know if it's Scrawn that did it. <laughs> uh, honestly, I shouldn't be surprised if it was, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that <laughs> that's definitely something to think about. But welcome to the show, guys. Uh, Puckle is your Pokemon podcast with uh, with everything from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between, including Pokemon Shrove's Eye, a game that we're not talking about today. We have an excellent show, though, for you guys today, as always. Uh, we're just going to open up with our chit-chat. Uh, then we're going to jump into some news. Not really that much, but we do have some Puckle stuff to talk about. Uh, we have the Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge, Scrawn. 
and then I we're just gonna did snaps and finger guns. <laughs> and then we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna talk the topic today, which is back in Gen three, and we're gonna wrap it up with the Pokemon of the episode and the mailbag with the listener emails this week. So we're gonna just uh, let's let me just ask you guys what you've been up to lately. How you been, Bo? Oh man, I'm really glad to be back on the podcast. Uh, that's I've took a little hiatus, I guess, uh, for work and life, and I'm really happy to be back and hoping to come back in full swing. Just Pokemon and everything else. Just Pokemon out. Well, uh, you could, yeah. The UTC's coming up, man. Oh man, the UTC's <laughs> coming up. I guess I better complete Ultra Sun then. Yeah, you should beat that <laughs> game. It's actually got some um, good stuff in it. It's got some good stuff in it. One thing I wanted to talk about was uh, my my Pokemon card project from my my Gen One because I'm a Gen Oneer, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, just completing a really bad one as a Pokemon card circuit. Yeah, um, I have everything done except for Giovanni and the Elite Four. Like, I have, yeah, you've been working on this for a while. I have. I've been working on it since this summer. Yeah, but I remember I have, when you told I, me about it. I have, you know, Viridian Forest, Mount Moon, every Team Rocket encounter, all with Team Rocket cards. And <laughs> when I played my friend it's as a lot Team, Team Rocket, Rocket cards, it, yeah, it's a lot of cards. I it's I have uh, four boxes, like those card boxes, just separated by decks completely full and i have them each labeled like decks one through 13 decks 14 to 20 how many, how many decks, decks is it how many decks is it but i'm coming up on 40 Oof. yeah a, i'm thinking rough. i'm thinking about making like a whole thing about it because I, i've never seen anybody do anything kind of like it no you and, should put you know, that on like, reddit yeah that's what i was thinking like put it on reddit i better get some likes you'll get some karma uh, yeah i don't know how reddit works so I just assume everything is likes. Uh, it's the same thing. It's about the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I lurk on Reddit. I don't ever do anything, though. No. Yeah, I, I understand that. Are... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, no, you'll get some karma for that. Put it on our Pokemon. Somebody will, like, freak out. Yeah. And... I'll tag Puckle. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, put Puckle on there. Um, what about you, Wait, Sublime? Yeah. What, what have you been up to? Quite a lot, Sonico? actually. So I thought I was being tardy to the party. Um, but I actually finished, uh, Ultra Moon yesterday. Woo! Uh, I finally finished it. Um, so I'm happy about that. Um. Did you get your stack attacker? Not yet, no. Uh, I got your stack attacker. I'm reading, uh, I'm reading my synchronizers for Ultra Moon right now. And then, um. Stack attack is pretty rough because you need that 14 IV in defense. So, uh, wait, that's a Pokemon? Stack Attacker? Named yeah. Stack Attacker? Yeah, yeah, it's an I Ultra Beast. It was an item. It's an Ultra Beast called Stack Attacker. Oh. The one with the eyes. Yeah, it's I the wall. But I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? it? No, I've been avoiding spoilers. That's why I haven't listened to the podcast. Oh my long. gosh. Sorry about it. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's been it's been like two months since this game came out. He he's allowed spoilers. I, like you yes yes you are allowed to spoil me that's fine that's my fault at this point but you're, you're on a pokemon podcast two months after the game comes out and you expect us not to spoil you you're wrong no, okay whimsicott you are okay you not to spoil me i was defending myself saying i avoided them so i haven't seen it but i, I fully respect you for spoiling me on this yeah you good. are in the right good uh because I there's no stack there's stack attacker there's the stack attacker and blacephalon all of the Pokemon they added in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, by the way, I think I made a mention of this. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I made a mention to this on the air because I talk about this all the time with people. They added <laughs> they add every they added four Pokemon. Uh, well, five. They've added five Pokemon with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and okay. all of them have four vowels or more in their names. 
like <laughs> no joke. Vowels? Well, yeah, total. four different. Like there's just four. There's just four vowels total. Like like it could be like stack attack. You have like four A's. I was gonna say that's four um, A's. Okay, that's four A's. But like they all ha- all five Pokemon they added have like four four vowels in them, making them incredibly difficult to pronounce. Um, like uh, although stack attack is really fun to us pronounce. Stack attack is not bad. That's probably the easiest one. Then you have Poipol. Yeah. That one's not bad either. Um. And then, but then you get, then you get to Blacephalon, which I'd say is about the halfway point. And then it starts to go south, right? And then you get Naganadel, and you're just like, oh man, what's that? And you're, you allowed to say that on air? That, that yeah, Nagana, like right, right. <laughs> and, it sounds like a cuss word. And then, and then the last one is, I, I am going to say this wrong, Zeraora or something like that. Zeraora, Zeraora or something like that. Cause like all of the let- vowels are just smushed together. And it's just like, here's seven letters, four of them are vowels. Have fun. And is that a Zarawark evolution? Z- no, it's Zarawara? not. I wish. Z- <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a new mythical they po- put in the game. So, that, in so the game, they... then it's not a mythical if it's in the well, game. It's not well, in the, the game. Data's it's, in the game. It's the, the data. Oh, in the game. Ooh, okay. so like they they added one to keep it like hidden for like another year of you know Pokemon goodness that's coming out. I mean, we we could see like the Switch or something right. happening, right? Right. Uh, I I I I hold that. Like I've been, I was going through the news, try, just trying to find like a fluff piece to put in the news today, uh, just so we had something more <laughs> than like some bullcrap like updates. But uh, right. I, I went, uh, so I was just trying to look. And so first of all, there's like a ton of Pokemon Go stuff um, that that's just out there all over the place because everybody's playing Pokemon Go, and I'm like, well, stop being a dirty casual and play the game. And Pokemon Go has gotten surprisingly amazing since. Uh, since- since this summer, even when we were playing, I, I picked it up recently, and I don't oh my think gosh, it's cha- it hasn't changed that it. much. It hasn't changed that it, much this year. We, we, well, you must have been be playing more than I am because when yes. I logged back <laughs> in, when I log, you know, like logged back in and went and raided with my friends a couple of times, they, like so many things were so seamless. The whole they, weather based thing is so cool. There's so many more Pokemon everywhere. Well, that's just because like so, so you're just like wow. Pokemon, though. Uh, so it depends on when you've played recently. Like if you played during the event. Uh, they like cranked up the Hoenn knob on during the event a lot. Yeah, they, which like, I actually wasn't a lot of Hoenn Pokemon. Yeah, they they cranked Especially it up. It coincided with the winter event, so I actually managed to catch enough spiel to make a wall rain. Exactly. Wow, so, nice. Yeah, and so like there is a uh, there's stuff like that that, but they 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 definitely cranked up the Hoenn knob. If you go play now, it, it's back to like happy medium land. Okay, uh, I I will agree the the weather based <laughs> thing is. The weather-based thing is really cool. Um, you do get some things there, but I don't think it's changed that much, other than the weather-based thing and like Hoenn Pokemon. They, they are doing the Hoenn Pokemon right though. By I think the way. The... with with like the slow rollout, like I really enjoy that. So that you're just yeah, like, well, that way you just don't like go. Hey, here's 130 new Pokemon. Go right, and you catch like 50 the first time you log in because they're all new. Yeah, exactly. And so right. I really like the slow rollout because, especially because like 130 is way more than what we got in Gen th- when Gen two opened up. When Gen two opened up, I think we got something like a hun- like we got like we got maybe like 80 Pokemon opened up to us at that point. Because right. a lot of them Gen were, two only had 100. So Gen it, two were it, 100. Five of those or six of those aren't going to be available because it's Celebi, Ho-Oh, Lugia, the Legendary Beast. And then they also put Delibird behind a wall, which is now available. Well, it was available during the event. I don't know if it's still available now. I, yeah, I got one and, a day or two ago. <laughs> and then uh, the and then there's also uh, also Smeargle, which still hasn't been released, by the way. Um, that one that one's still behind a wall. It's missing. 
And I, I think they're just going to wait for some kind of event and drop it. Just because they, they did really well, I think, in my opinion, over the summer. At the beginning of the summer, they had a ton of type-based events. And I hope they mm-hmm. I hope they keep doing it. I was really hoping they would do them more frequently. But, like, in the middle of the summer when they came out with raids and everything, they kind of stopped. Well, I think the weather the weather implica- or, um, the weather effect implication is kind of like their their solution to that. I still th- I think that's garbage. I Basket actually gave me a really good answer to this when we oh. were talking about the weather based thing, uh-huh. and he said so. Before we had two hundred and fifty Pokemon, that's reasonable to have like out in a landscape and go catch them. But now we're gonna like imagine when we get all the way up to Gen seven, we're gonna have eight hundred Pokemon, right? So how are you going to make it so that all 800 of these Pokemon are still there, still available, so you can be a new player and jump into the game and still catch all of these Pokemon? He's like, what you do is you do this on this weather-based thing, and that way certain types are more prominent so you can actually find that Pokemon you're missing, which honestly I'm I'm perfectly fine with. I think some of these weathers are kind of bull. Uh, personally, like um, I think the foggy weather, that's just – that's first of all, you shouldn't be out if it's foggy. Um, that's <laughs> – uh, let alone playing Pokemon Go. I, I dislike that rain is a weather condition to catch, like, water-type Pokemon and electro-type Pokemon just because that's really yeah. difficult to go walk around in, right, and play Pokemon Go. Uh, I, I don't – I think they I think they thought this through, but they didn't think it through all the way, which has kind of been the story with Pokemon Go. Um, mm-hmm. Just because if you think about the first gym system versus the gym system now, the gym system now is way better in my opinion. Oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. The gym system's significantly better. And – I, I think that's I, – I, I think they just haven't thought everything through. And I think this is one of those things. This is one of those things where we got the first implementation of weather, and I think it's going to be changed. I, I could agree. I, I can see that because, yeah, you don't want to go be playing out a game on your phone when it's raining. That right? is just right. a bad idea. Um, but I, I – and I can appreciate the idea because – it's immersive, you know, it, it, well, you're a Pokemon, this is the Pokemon world, it's raining outside, uh, I, oh, we're losing, so you. We're losing you, I don't think it was rolled out 100%, you know, but I like that it's immersive. Yeah, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's going to be interesting, we'll see. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely an ever-evolving game. Um, one of the other articles I saw with like Pokemon while I was searching for the news was it's still about Pokemon Go. Um, was about uh, th- there's one other that I was getting to because that's where this whole train of thought goes to. But um, you have Pokemon Go, and you, everybody's worried that like Harry Potter Go or whatever it's called is going to overtake it. And I'm like, let's all calm down. Uh, <laughs> when was the last time any of us cared about Harry Potter? Okay. When was the last time any of us cared about Pokemon? Yesterday. Okay. So. Pokemon oh, Go is going to be completely we're a biased, fine. But yeah. uh, I think we are. I, I don't think we are entirely. Like, okay, so like we say – so first of all, I we are biased in the fact that we are like ultra Pokemon fans, right? But if you <laughs> yeah. look at Pokemon as a fandom compared to other fandoms, we're definitely the largest compared oh, to like yeah. a majority. Unless you're just like, man, I really like Mario. Do you really like Mario? Uh, and then then we could be like, okay, that's probably bigger than Pokemon. But well, the thing right. is, Pokemon still produces like original games and content. And yeah, Harry Potter was a book right. series. Yeah, it, I, they I have an seen... ending. It, it's done. There's no more Harry Potter done. new stuff. It's it's it happened. Sublime it's, Sublime nailed it right there. That's exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. So that means that more and more people can find Pokemon more easily than people who are going to find Harry Potter. 
Exactly. It's just not, it, like, Pokemon's more relatable, I think, than Harry Potter. Right. And I, I like Harry Potter. Uh, and I'm sure that game will be successful too, but it's not going to threaten Pokemon Go. Absolutely not. Everybody's so worried about that. And uh, but the whole Don't thing that started me off on a, this a much... whole thing that started me on this on this train of thought was the. Uh, the stories about rumors for the Nintendo Switch in 2018 with Pokemon. And that one, I know that, like, we talked about this a lot already in, like, the past months. But that one just blows my mind. That is, like, people are just like, oh, there's a rumor coming out. And let me see. <laughs> the latest rumor that came out was that it's going to be called Pokemon 1 and Pokemon 0. Uh, like, binary. And I'm just like, I'm sitting, I'm just like, this is, this is hilariously stupid. Um... <laughs> Because even with like the ultrasound ultra or not with the ultrasound ultra the sun and moon announcement that we got back in twenty sixteen, yeah, I think it's the year it came out. Um, because I I have all my years messed up, but we we didn't know the names of the games until like the day before the announcement. Like that wasn't leaked until the day before the announcement when somebody found the trademark. So I, I I'm interested to see. I think next week we're gonna get a Nintendo Direct. I don't think they'll announce a Pokemon game. That would Nintendo only Direct. work. If- Pokemon binary, this is like so like three thoughts ago, but that would only work if they hadn't already introduced like the Pokemon that was there before Pokemon and already the first Pokemon. Like I could see, you know, Pokemon (laughs) Zero and Pokemon One existing like, oh, this was the Pokemon before Pokemon and then this was the first Pokemon made. But we already have that. So (laughs) it's not going to work. Yeah, no, I I don't think it's going to work either. (laughs) I, I don't think that would work. We'll find out. I don't think Pokemon's going to be announced next week at the Direct, like I said. But I think, uh, I, I don't know. Keep your eyes out. I wouldn't be surprised if Nintendo put a lot of pressure on Game Freak to get the games out this year. I would not be surprised if that happened. Uh, though I don't, like, if I had to put my money on, is Pokemon on the Switch coming out in 2018? I would put my money on no. As of right now, I'd put my money on no. And that's kind of just where I want to end it. Uh, we'll, we'll kick it on over to the news, guys. And so we'll be right back at you with, or wait, no, we cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And on to the news. In the news, we've got a few things. Uh, first of all is Pokemon Go news. Uh, scary enough that we just talked about it, but uh, Pokemon what? Go. Uh, so in, talking about Gen 3 and Pokemon Go, Zangoose and Viper were, uh, if you guys didn't know, they were regional exclusives. Hmm. However, for whatever reason, the other day, I believe it was Thursday or Thursday or Friday, Viper and Zangoose got switched. Uh, like their regional zones got huh. switched. So we used to have Zangoose here in uh, North America, and now we have Viper. So well, fun I'm glad fact. I caught my Zangoose. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I caught a couple, and I was just like, "Oh wow, it switched. That's good." And then I caught a Viper, so I'm happy now. Um, yeah, Plusle and Mi- <laughs> Plusle and Minum are also exclusive, so I'm kind of hoping they switch soon too. What? Uh, I kind of hope they just like that. That would be the way to get me to keep playing Pokemon Go because like regional exclusives kind of you know piss me off, and I would be really happy if they just like rotated them on some kind of basis. Like I don't think Tauros is common enough that if you switched it with a Farfetch'd, that I would be like, oh man, I caught one already, you know. Um, and I, I yeah, I, I like to feel that I am more of like 
the I am more of the bulk of the Pokemon Go player base than the ultra competitive people. Right. The people the, peop, the people that are going out there like they've done like thirty level five thirty legendary raids today or something like that. Because like there are people like that. Like I'll go to a legendary raid and it'll be like nine people are there and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go to the next one because I just like do these all day. And it's just like, okay, I am not there, but that's nice. So it, I like you can definitely tell like the hardcore, and I don't think I'm the hardcore audience for this game. So I, I, I kind of hope that like that would be the way I would do it. If like if they switched Tauros with Farfetch'd for like a month, I don't think I think I'd catch one Farfetch'd in that time frame. You know what I mean? But and, but yeah, it would motivate you to log on. Yeah, I would. I'd be motivated to log on. I know they did that thing recently where they had the Farfetch come, and I just never logged on for that. So. I know I'm kicking myself over yeah, it. Yeah, right. I, I got one during that time. It was really short. I feel like. Yeah, it was. It only was like, like a few four days. days. Yeah, it was yeah. only a couple days. It wasn't long at all. Uh, so yeah, that's that's your Pokemon Go news. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, so we have Pokken Tournament. Uh, they are finally doing their qualifier for the Pokken Tournament Worlds, which happens at Pokemon Worlds. And it's essentially go to an international and win. Like, that's what it is. And the first one's going to be Sydney, the Sydney, Australia Oceanic Re- International, which is scheduled for, I believe, February 10th. Um, so can, make sure to check that out. Make sure to check that out. And then finally, uh, Rock Rough. If you haven't played Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon yet, go play it now because the Rock Rough you get for just starting it early ends on Wednesday. So definitely go get your Rock Rough. It's got own tempo. It become Dusk Form Lycanroc. It's the only Rock Rough that can. It is breedable though. So don't freak out about it being your only Rock Rough ever. That I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. I definitely uh, haven't yet. All right. And finally. Finally, 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 uh, this is Puckle News, and I think this is far bigger than either of the two, th- either of the three things we've talked about so far. Uh, our, ter- our annual OU tournament, the ultimate tournament, the ultimate underground tournament of champions, a uh, na- nonsensical name that Bo came up with in 2014. It wasn't no, 12. Yeah, it, it, it was 14. Well, it we was came 14. up with it in 13, and the tournament was in 14. Um, okay. So our, it's the it fourth our, annual, and you still don't even know what it's called. <laughs> it's the UUTC. Uh, yeah, um, what's the, the, uh, the, uh, 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 tournament? Yeah, I don't, dude, I totally don't ever call it by that name. Uh, so, <laughs> no, nobody does. So there's, it's a, there's Piddle, there's, this. yeah. It's our, nobody it calls them by their names. It is our annual OU tournament. We will have signups for it on the website. They will also be in the show notes. You can sign up. What you need to do, though, when you sign up is you need to have a team of 10 Pokemon, a roster of 10 Pokemon that you will be using throughout the entire tournament. We are doing the tournament a little bit differently this year than we have in years past. Previously, it's always been a double elimination tournament, so you you get up to two losses. You get two losses and then you're out. Um, however, this year, Shamu, I, and a couple other people discussed it, and we believe that going to a Swiss format is probably going to be more beneficial to everybody playing. You get more matches, you get to have more fun, you get to try out an OU team that you spent hours breeding. So we wanted to make sure we did that. And so there's probably going to be about five rounds of Swiss, depending on how many people sign up for the tournament. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Then we'll do a top, I think, eight or something like that. So it, it's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to play five rounds of OU in a competitive setting, this is the place to do it. Um, Was that decision think- to go Swiss inspired by the draft league? Um, yes and no. Uh, we really thought that going Swiss was like a really good option just because more games, uh, it was more, it was more inspired by the fact that 
we lost uh well a lot of people were upset with the uh what was the last tournament we did we did the uh um the one with the mixed tiers we did that mm-hmm. one um and people were upset that they spread this team and they only got one match out of it and mm-hmm. we want we were just like oh maybe we should just switch to F- swiss and i think we're going to switch to swiss for like more more of our tournaments overall just because it's going to be more fun you're going to be able to yeah. bring a team and you're going to have more fun with it i think outside of summer league we'll probably go swiss from now on, just because you can you can breed a team and have more fun with it, especially like in the fall when we always do some like random meta. And so I I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, UUTC is coming out. Uh, we'll have prizing and stuff uh, information available. It's usually the top two people get a prize, and if you play all of your matches, you will uh, you will be entered into a random drawing at the end of the tournament to win another prize. So you just have to play all of your matches and you get a prize. That's all there is to it. Uh, all the details will be online. So definitely check that out. And I think that's going to be it for the news. We are going to shift on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we are going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. I can't wait! And welcome to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, the segment of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their innate, innate, listen to me, they they were born with this knowledge, uh, their innate Pokemon knowledge. Uh, if, as always, there are going to be five questions. Uh, one of them is going to have a bonus point attached to it. You get one hint to use throughout the whole thing, but if you get all of the questions correct, you can actually um, cash that hint in for an extra point. So a total of seven points possible today. Um, to gain first place today, all you guys need is five. Because the ladder reset last week and with the new year and we're going to be having – we're going to – it's also a race to 30 points total for every co-host on the board. You guys are operating as a team, competing as the other co-host throughout the entire series of the show until somebody hits 30. You, you know the rules, right? We're good? Yep. We're good. And I'm All glad right. that Sublime is my partner because I know he's intelligent. All right. So intelligence this... is not the same thing as knowledge, though. <laughs> no, no. You, you got me. You got me there. But I know you're also knowledgeable. So this, looking at uh, you, rest of the guild. The, so this uh, this first question is going to set up the uh, the um, theme for all of the questions today. So I, oh, I I'll, I'll tell you the three. theme Gosh, afterwards. It. It's Gen three. I already know it. It's Gen so, three. It's a topic so, today. So Pokey Quiz question number one. What generation of Pokemon was the only generation to introduce two pseudo-legendary Pokemon? Oh, that's Gen 3 because you have Metagross and Salamence. Yeah, Salamence and Metagross. That's an easy easy. one. (laughs) Is that your final answer? (laughs) Absolutely. Yep. That is correct. Also, I'm I'm all – I'm doing like – I'm reformatting it so that the questions are in like increasing difficulty as we go on with time. Um, All right. That's fair. Uh, just so so that's an easy one. Yes, Gen three is the topic today. <laughs> so that is high five. Be the theme line of we got the it. high five. Uh, so that's a point for you guys today. Uh, all right. Did so you? so this next question comes to you from I believe Hydra. He wants to know um, he because abilities were introduced in Generation three. They were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how many of them were there when they were introduced? And I'm I I am personally giving you a plus or minus ten on this. Um, that's so, a really hard question. No, it's not sublime because we have 
plus or minus 10, there are 130 Pokemon introduced. We know there are about 350 Pokemon at the time. Each have about two abilities, and a lot of them overlap. Well, so actually, you at the time, uh, there was no two abilities. In Gen 3, everything only had one ability. The well, that makes it even easier. And, because we, um, we can... I don't we can, believe we can... they added any new abilities with um, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Uh, okay. I think they did anyway. And then um, the Ho Index has about 200 Pokemon, I believe, right? Um, of course, there's some overlap, like some Pokemon have the same ability. Right. Uh, I'm trying to think how many Pokemon... Yeah, there were there were close... close. I want to say close to 400 because I know Gen 4 also released a lot of Pokemon, and I know specifically at the end of Gen 4, including Arceus, there were 493 Pokemon. Um, so, and I know they introduced about 100 and a couple, I think, in Gen 4, so that would leave Gen 3 probably being the biggest generation with like 170. Gen 3 didn't around... add 170. Not, not add. Sorry. Oh, just total in the game? I'm Right. The game was like... The, I think the, the whole deck... is about 200, and then they added Fire Red, Leaf Green, and something like And then we got all the Johto. Well, I can't remember. Um, I'm going to need an answer soon. Okay. You want to shoot... I'm, I, I want to say it's probably less than 100 abilities. Yeah, I You want to shoot for 85 and give us a little bit of leeway, be you know, 95 to 75? I feel like it's probably lower than that. Um, you think so? I think you want to go maybe, with like seventy five? Like seventy, yeah. Is that your final answer? You want to go seventy? I think because I'm, like a lot of Pokemon have the same ability. Think about it. You have they do all the starters, all the sturdies, all the, the pickups. Like, nine Pokemon yeah. sharing Torrent, nine Pokemon sharing Blaze, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Let's let's go with seventy, giving us the leeway of sixty to eighty. All right, so that is correct. Hey, uh, you're in hey, the window. The answer, the answer is actually 76. To like hit it on the that nose. That's a good guess. Hey, um, that's in so, 75. That's yeah. awesome. You were honest. So, so 76 <laughs> is correct. All right, all right. So moving on then. Our next that was question fun to work out too. Yeah. <laughs> so that you guys have two points right now. That's that's doing fantastic. Heck so yeah. on the board. Um, so question number three. Uh, which type, not including fairy, because it wasn't introduced in Gen 3, um, did okay. Generation 3 introduce the least of? The least of? Um, yes. Which 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 Pokemon were under uh, underrepresented in the Generation 3 uh, Pokedex? Or so Generation the Pokedex 3 edition? Or no, the edition. The edition. Oh, like the extra 130 Pokemon they added. Like the new Pokemon. Um, yes. Right. So who I can't you find a lot of in Pokemon Go? <laughs> I immediately lean toward fire. Because I was thinking that of fire usually gets well neglected. Because, um, they got Torkoal, Nummel, Nummel, and uh, Torchic, and I think that's Torchic. It, um, and, well, no, Groudon was not a fire type. Groudon's ground, Later. yeah. Um, um, so that's that's only six if we include Torkoal, Nummel, Camerupt, and the starters. Okay, so then the question is: Is there a type that released even less than six? Ghost introduced four. Ooh, it's I five Sableye, Benet, and Dusclops, and their pre-evolutions, and and Sableye, and Sableye. Okay, so that's five. That's still less. Five. Um, Dark had more. Dark had a lot that generation. Um, Dark did. What about Rock? 
Again, we have Nummel and camera up. Uh, we have the fossil. So well, fossil, that, that's fossil already too many. right there. Nose pass is five. But yeah. Okay. My bad. My bad. Um, ground. There were, uh, were Flygon. Yeah. The whole, the whole desert. There's a lot of ground types. Um, I'm just trying to like go. I'm playing through the game I'm in my head. I'm actually wondering if there's a lot. No, I was thinking poison, but I forgot of Gulpin. How many poison types? Are, no, Roselia. No, it's not poison. Yeah. Um, Gulpin, Roselia. Um, Survivor. Um, yeah, okay, there were, it wasn't poison. Um, hmm. What about uh, Fighting Head, Medicham, Hariyama. Blaziken. Um, Blaziken, I didn't think about Blaziken. Okay, so that's already more than our Ghost Go 5. Bug, no. Dark, no. Dragon. Psychic. How many dragons? Okay, oh, Metagross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon, definitely line. not, because it's Dragon had a ton. Altaria, yeah. I forgot Altaria. Yeah, it's not Dragon at all. Electric. Um, electric. I can think of Electric. Oh, plus a minin. Yeah. Um. Um. If, but is there any more? Wait a minute. Because I remember Magneton and Electra being very prevalent pre- in that game, and yeah, Watson okay, so only had plus and minin, and then Electric and Mainetric. Were there, there any weren't others? any. There weren't any legendaries, were there? We're oh, going to need an answer here soon. Ice rock and steel. Um, do you think it's electric? You want to shoot for electric with a close second being ghost? I feel like I'm finding <laughs> a lot of types that have five, but I can only think of four electric types. Same. Yeah. Let's go I, with it. Ooh. Let's do it. it. Yeah. Electric. Instinct. That's a good answer, actually. I think I think mine might have been wrong. Um, was yours ghost? No, mine was poison. Ghost had six. Um, poison had five. Um, Who was the sixth ghost? Uh, uh Shedinja. Shedinja. Oh, right. uh, okay, so let me let me go through the list because I had five with. I have at least four poison types. I I have I there's five poison types. Um, and so the Rosalia, Swalla, Gulpin, and then something else. Um, uh, the Wurmple evolution. <laughs> Wurmple Cascoon. Oh, oh, oh and Dust Six. Yeah. Oh man, that's I'm wrong. Six. Yeah. Dude, I'm gonna take Electric <laughs> then. Uh, because I think it's like Electric. Manetric, and I think that's honestly it. Plus one, well, minor. Minor. Plus yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's. I think that's honestly it. Let me Prove see. me wrong. Um, I mean, I'm not going to look it up because that's against the rules. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it. I'm, I'm gonna say electric type. Let's go with that. You guys get, you guys get a point. Uh, that's a point. Get two points for getting the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I always check. I always like mute my mic and like go check when you guys say something. And I'm like, that might actually be right. Um, and so, all right. So this next question is, has the bonus point attached to it. You do not need the bonus point to cash in the hint at the end. All right. So okay. I want to know because Gen three was such a pain to get like a full Pokedex in. Ugh. What are what are the two ways um, to get Umbreon and Espeon in Generation three? Oh, there are two God. major ways to do it, uh, or two main ways to do it. Um, there's. There's Pokemon uh, Colosseum slash XD Gale of Darkness. That's yeah, a way. Gonna, that's can... one. I'm going to count that as one, by the way. That's just one. GameCube is one. Okay. Um, there's, a, there's a second way to do it. Uh, I asked this question because Snag asked me this once on Game Corner, and I want to see if any of you pay attention. Well, I mean, I've been to Game Corner. I don't, like, always listen to it right when it comes out. Um, right. This was from an episode, I, like, back in April. I... I that's why it's hard because I don't remember. Like I absorbed so much Pokemon knowledge that it's, it doesn't always stick. Yeah. <laughs> You're not absorbing uh, it, then, are you? 
No, I am. I'm just releasing it when I'm done. So that's correct on one account. So you guys have the question. I'll give you another minute to try to figure out another answer. What, um, Was so, it possible um, to do day and night evolutions in Fire Red and Leaf Green? Day and night? I know they didn't have no. a day and night cycle, but we would know what time on the clock it was. It, right. They did have a time clock, but that was not effective for Espeon and Umbreon. Um, because Fire Red and Leaf Green was a total P in the A about uh, friendship evolution stuff. Um, oh, yeah. When your goal back can't evolve for some reason. You know, it tries to every right. Yeah. It, it, it loves me the same here as it will there. Let it evolve. Um, so what other what other things came out in Gen 3 or like what were... You know, I'm just trying to think about Gen 3 really in general. Because no Pokemon idea. Coliseum came to mind immediately. I'm thinking about Pokemon Box, but I don't think that's another thing. So um, I'm, I'm going to cut you guys off, and I'm going to call it a correct and an incorrect. Because I know you're okay. not going to get to the right answer now. Um, so one correct, one incorrect, unfortunately. Uh, but the, you still have the points. So that's four points for today so far. You guys are doing well. Right. And you can still catch right, the hint good. in if you get the next question correct. Um, so... The uh, the real question uh, – so the answer here is yes. You can trade it from XD or Gale of Darkness. Those are very easy to get them in. Um, they have – you have the Moon Shard and the uh, the Sun Shard the sun in shard. XD mm-hmm. to do it. And then you could also just get them at the beginning of uh, Colosseum, right? Uh, the other way is if you trade an Eevee to Ruby and Sapphire Emerald because there is a clock in that, that clock will actually trigger the Eevee evolution. But only in oh. Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. There's no clock yeah, in Leaf Green, strange. Fire Red. You were, you were right, Sublime. I'm sorry. I I, I well, totally was, he was talking your... about Leaf Green, Fire Red. That, yeah, that's not true. I, yeah. Well, I, I no, but I knew I knew the day night cycle was in Ruby Sapphire. In. I just didn't think it would be that simple of an answer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't think so, it would be that easy. So I'm sorry, that, Sublime. That is, so no, that's four. You didn't have it. It's fine. So the last question, as always, is a stat question. I will say now it does not follow the theme of today's questions. Um, Darn it. So, so I, I think this one's easy in my opinion, but uh, we'll find out if you guys know. So I'm today I'm going I'm going to be asking you today about fighting type Pokemon, um, and I would like to know what fighting type Pokemon, including all Megas, um, has the highest base attack stat. Okay. Um, does anything have it higher than Mega Mewtwo X? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I think that's like we, we, a 190. Yeah, I know it's high. Um, fighting type. I mean, you know, I'm going through Megas. I'm, I'm hitting Mega Blaziken, Mega Lopany, but I don't think that they don't, either one of no, those have they, no, higher than like Mega Mewtwo X. 130 for um, but what, I think what about 60? Is there even a fighting Ultra Beast? There are. Um, there are two, actually. Buzzwole and a Feramosa, but oh, neither of that, them are anywhere exactly near what, 190. I was going to say, my next thought was Buzzwole, and I was like, that's an Ultra Beast. You just asked that. <laughs> yes. Um, um, they're strong, but they're not that strong. All right. I mean, I'm I'm pretty solid with Mewtwo X. All right. Let's go with Mewtwo X. I think, I think that's what it is. That is correct. Yay! Uh, so that, that's six points for you guys today because you, you didn't use the hint, so the hint gets cashed in. <laughs> hey, yay! So you guys got one of the you got one of the highest scores, other than that week that I just gave all everybody Delibird questions. 
Um, so <laughs> in recent history, so uh, uh, here we go. So I'm going to go ahead and sort everything so that everybody can keep up on where everybody's at right now. Uh, so right now in first place with six points, we have Sublime and Bo tied. I've never been in first place. This is nice. I was going to say, other tied, than the very first pokey quiz, neither have I. <laughs> tied for third place, we have Scrawn and Snag with five points. And everybody else is at uh, at zero because I didn't tie in the TCG cast this week. So and I was that, on it. You should do that. Were you Fine. on it? Okay, you're Sublime, in, you're in first place with seven you're points. You're in first place, yeah. Uh, I think Shushiro gets a point. And then who else was on that? It uh, was Basket. Basket. It was Basket. So Basket gets a point. And so that that changes the standing slightly. Um, I stopped you, soundboard. Um, okay, so here we go. Um, oh my gosh, I clicked stop and it won't stop. Okay, here we go. So let me resort, and we're gonna go to we're gonna go data, and we're gonna sort Z to A. So Sublime seven points in first place. Bo, you're in second with six points. Woo! Scrawn and Snag are tied for third with five points. Basket and Jushiro are tied for fifth with one point, and then everybody else has squat. Oh, I love uh, being just in front of Scrawn and Snag. Like, <laughs> just, oh, it just did so well with me. Until next <laughs> week. I know they're going to listen to that week. and be like, ooh, you both of this. All right, so that is going to be it for Puckle Spokey Quiz this year. Or this year, yeah. Uh, this yeah. week. <laughs> All right, that's uh, it. We won. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this week. Tune in next week for another, uh, another rendition of it with uh, different co-hosts. So we will kick it on over now, guys, to the topic. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, pucklepodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Puckalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Puckle Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. And on to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Back in Gen 3, a retrospective. Uh, Because we don't have a Back in Gen 3 button on the Discord. So um, get on that, people. Um, And so uh, what we're going to do today is just kind of bring up some topics of Gen 3. Things that Gen 3 brought that were lasting impacts on Pokemon and why they were awesome and stuff like that. Because I, I rag on Gen 3 a lot, but it did bring a lot of things that are very influential in how Pokemon works today. And without Gen 3, we should um, we would be in a very different place Pokemon-wise now. So uh, I think the biggest thing I want to I bring up right now um, is the... Uh, I don't think this was a turning point in competitive Pokemon. Not as big as like the physical special split in Gen 4. But I think this was pretty big in terms of understanding how to better implement Pokemon, and that would be the IV-EV system that we know today. That's true. That was yeah. that was brought about in Gen 3. You're right. We, yeah. Before it's that, before that, that. Yeah, well, we had EVs and IVs prior to this, but I believe IVs like operated that. on a scale of, like, 0 to 15. Yeah. And, and then they, yeah, and they also determined shininess as well back then. They, um, yeah, they did. And then I, the EVs were just incomprehensible, because I think they were based out of, like, um... 64,000 or something like that. Uh, so, some power of two that goes to 64,000. And they and, weren't as limited, if I remember, either. Yeah, no, like, you, know, you, you, you didn't could max, max out every stat. Out. Yeah, you could just yeah. keep going. 
Yeah, you could keep going on. Like you get the, there was a cap on each stat, but there wasn't a cap on total. On your total. Yeah. yeah. So like now people are very familiar with the fact that we have you can put 252 EVs in a stat, but you can only have 510 EVs total. And before we didn't have that, it was you can have this much in a stat done. That was it. So by the way, can we get 512, please? Uh, right, ten <laughs> or five hundred eight, even. I don't irrelevant. care about that. I mean, it's too. functionally fine. I just want to be even. I yeah, think, I don't know. I think it I gives you like why. a little bit of error room, but not <laughs> not anything significant. I wish they would. I wish well, they, they were would eliminated like uh, the possibility for error now a little bit because you can't go to two fifty five like you used. to. Yeah, you used to be able to go two fifty five. Yeah, that's true. right. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, oh, that was horrible. I forgot about that, actually. <laughs> now yeah. I remember. Ugh. Yeah, you used to be able to go to 255. And I, I do remember that. That was awful. And yeah, it's a good thing, though. It's 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 good. I'm happy Gen 3 brought us that. It was Without that, competitive Pokemon would be much different than it is now. And, and speaking of that, um, Natures were introduced in Gen 3, weren't they? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about I always, that. I was going to talk about yeah. abilities. But, yeah, I remember yeah. the abilities. And I'm like, wait a minute. Natures were from Gen Three. Natures are in Gen Three. That's true, and that, that I mean that's even more like how to like control your, these stats on these Pokemon and stuff like that. That's it's so much to think about. Like Gen Three brought about like a paradigm shift in how Pokemon were trained, and I I don't know. I that's one thing that I don't think we think about too often when we're thinking about generations. Is just how is this generation making a lasting impact on future generations? Because I I think we could all say like let's go to Gen Five and be like what did Gen Five give us? Snivy. Okay, other than Snivy. It gave us Snivy. I have two Snivy sitting next to me right now. Gen 5 gave us Snivy. That's all I have to say about it. In Gen 5, I I know I harp on Gen 5 all the time. But I think, yeah, it did. But it also gave us, like, probably the best story we ever had in Pokemon. True. In my opinion. Black uh, black and White and Black and White 2, together in total, were, like... I mean, I only also just recently replayed them, but they're fun. Like that's a they're good very, game. Yeah. Oh, I think I think they're fun to play through. I think they're fun to play through. It's disappointing. Black and white. The only thing I mean, I think they'd probably be probably one of the best installations in Pokemon if they hadn't kept it only to their regional decks. Like, yeah, I think I think that's what it, I think I think the soft reboot really killed it. It did. And I think the I think story that's is so good. So and, many of the characters, Bianca and and Anne, are just like they're they're it, they're deep. Well, that it, goes it, back it to Gen three. Story. That goes back to Gen three. I know you you and I have similar opinions on it to some extent, Bo. And I think I think the regional decks and when we got Ruby and Sapphire, that really killed it for a lot of people because we were locked to these two hundred Pokemon, no hope yep. of transferring in sight, and. Yep. There was no chance to get Squirtle. There was no chance to get Charmander. No chance to get Bulbasaur. And it, I already had them. I already had Bulbasaur and Squirtle and Charmander. I couldn't yeah. get them. You know, I had them. They were just. I'm really happy with the know, way they're doing that the on the past. virtual console now. Uh, I'm really happy yeah, with how I we can we can play on the virtual console and bring them up now. That, because that everything really... you can play on your 3ds can be played. You know, you can use all the Pokemon in the newest game on your 3DS right? if you have a game on your 3DS. I think that's so cool. Yeah, it's really nice. I, I think Pokemon Bank was a really good uh, choice. In, Essential, in like, honest. like, well, if, you, if <laughs> Bo Bo can vouch for this because it was Pokemon Bank that like really brought back the resurgence of the show. 
because I got like super hyped about it when the announcement came <laughs> because I'm like, this is such a forethought out solution to literally remember, every issue I've ever had. I remember Cleary, um, he worked at a game store and he, he was texting me. He's like, we had a Nintendo rep come in today. And I was like, no kidding. And he was like, yeah, I did a big favor for her. And she told me that I was allowed to ask any one question that I wanted. And I was like, <laughs> tell me it was about Pokemon Bank. And he was like, it was. And I was like, and what'd she say? She's like, she said that they have no actual clear release date for it. <laughs> and I, just, I remember getting that text. I was at school and I was sitting in the um, atrium and I would just like, I, I read it on my phone. I threw my phone across the room <laughs> and then I went to throw a chair and I was like, no, I'm in, I'm in a college. I can't throw chairs. So I like gently laid the chair down in anger. <laughs> I was so <laughs> aggravated. Yeah, well, I remember, like I remember later, when it was announced it was when we got the bit. when we got like the Pokemon Direct and like it came out. I remember like immediately just <laughs> texting you right away and being like, "We have to do a show on this like right now, right and, now." Yeah. And, and so that was I. I think that show's still up. Obviously, it was before one fifteen, but it was yeah. it was like it was like one twelve or something. No, what wasn't one? No. I, don't I thought 115 was the X and Y live. 115 was the X and Y live. The Pokemon Bank, like when it was announced, that was before oh, then. That was yeah, before that was the one. Y? Yeah, that was, yes, yeah. Crazy. My brain is. That yeah, is that was easy to think about. Pokemon Bank was a huge thing, though. But back to Gen yes. 3. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Yeah, Pokemon Bank was three gens this. later. <laughs> I I think the uh, I think I think it's really big though that they've foregone like moving Pokemon up, and I don't I don't think it was. It would have been that difficult for them to do it. I think they were just really inconsu- inconclusive about how they wanted to do it. Like now they've come up with like, okay, we'll just make it random, you know, or the nature is based on the experience point value. And this is based on that. This is based on that. And well, if you look I, at the hardware history of the Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. like they did a lot to just stretch it. To stretch well, I, its life, to stretch their games, I, like many I think innovations they, I think they were could made have done, on Game Boy Color. I, I really still so. think they could have done this because this was back when, like, remember Gen Iwata. One and Gen Two? You transferred, mm-hmm. right? You transferred, yeah. and or not transfer, you traded, and so you this traded. was before they decided to transfer. They decided they, this was before they decided transferring was the way to go in future generations. Like yeah. between three and four, we got transfer. And well, I don't think I think they I think they very easily could have gone something with you hook up a Game Boy Color to a Game Boy Advance. It has which to is be dual. in a, it, a it was three to four. Yeah, for no, no, from from two to three. This is something that doesn't exist. Oh I'm yeah, hy- that's, I, no, that doesn't I, exist. Yeah, I, I, I'm making I'm making a hypothetical assumption mm-hmm. here. Um, now I I'm not I'm not a programmer. Granted, um, I think and there's probably some programmer listening to our show that's going to yell at me, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> that's fine. I. I think it's possible that you could have done something where you could have hooked up a Game Boy Color to a Game Boy Advance because you could hook those two up before. You could hook those two up, and like you could, you could tra- but, their, but their cables were not in. They, their cables they were weren't the same, but you like if you had a Game Boy Color game and a Game Boy Advance, you could hook it up to a Game Boy Color, right? But and but no, not to my knowledge, there were no instances where a Game Boy Color cable would work in a place where a Game Boy Advance cable would. I think so. I mean, if not, they could have. I think they could have made it. If I'm wrong, yeah, somebody tell me in the emails or comments or whatever. Yeah, I I think you could be. You could be right. Uh, I think they they could have compatible hardware. I think Pokemon was big enough that they could have made a cable specifically for Pokemon. Yeah, 
And, uh, and my argument to that is probably just that the the soul of what Pokemon was, and you know, Gen three came out in what two thousand three. Yes. So in so for four years, Pokemon had been out, and like the spirit of Pokemon. Well, it was two thousand two in Japan. Collecting, yeah, two, but, well, yeah, yeah. And so the spirit it's still of four Pokemon years. It's still a four year gap. Yeah, is collecting and trading. Trading is the big thing, and mm-hmm. I think the. I, I in think, my mind, you know, my opinion, the reason they didn't do transfers at first was because, it, it, and again, it, just in my assumption, was they felt it was against the spirit of Pokemon. I can because, I can agree with like, that. If you're just trading with yourself, that's that, like goes against what Pokemon's. But then again, later, you know, they've come to realize that, you know, I've been a Pokemon trainer for 20 years. I want all my <laughs> old Pokemon. <laughs> you know, I I didn't not raise those Pokemon. They're mine. I want them. Uh, so for realsies, you got to right? let me get them. Yeah, and I don't want to play the same game for twenty years. So I I agree with I that. Play... I, I think it's uh I think it's absolutely a uh, and that's just it, my analysis. I, I think it was a missed opportunity. I think it really killed it for a lot of us, especially in the day. Like now, I can I can go back and look at it and be like, okay, those weren't terrible games. But but, but no, they no they also strayed from the art perfect. style. Yeah, they also strayed from the yeah. art style a little bit. If you because if you look at like the art style of like a Trico versus a Chikorita or something like that, there's obviously a difference. Well, and and, and I I think Ken Sugimori wasn't the the necessarily main artist because like Gen yeah. One. Well, I think that's the, when all the official I, art is Ken Sugimori. Like, I, I think that's when they switched. To, I think they started letting other people design Pokemon in Gen Three. Because I mean, now we still have people designing different. Well, old, well, older well multiple Pokemon. people designed Pokemon from the beginning. It was just yeah, one person released the official art for it, mm-hmm. and so yeah. I well, think I think he still he still he artists. still he still does the official art for everything. By the way, um, does, does he still do like every official? Yes, like like when they post it on Pokemon. Okay, I wasn't sure yes. about that. That is still always Sugimori. Because one of my favorite uh, parts about Pokemon cards is that they include which artist drew what. Mm-hmm. And if you like go back and look through the originals, like you'll look at certain cards and you'll be like, that's a Ken Sukumori card. You can instantly And you tell. can see on there it yeah. says Ken Arts. Yeah, you can instantly tell it's a Ken Sukumori card. And then certain artists, um, I apologize because a lot of their names are slipping me right now, but I used to know a lot of them just from like the I'd artwork, look at old yeah. cards and be like, Oh, this is this is this artist. Um, yeah, I, there is definitely a difference, though. There is definitely a difference. Um, all right. So yeah. other Gen Sorry. three. Uh, so the the other problem with Gen three, I'd have to say, like that them trying to remedy the situation of not being able to catch like Squirtle and Bulbasaur and everything. I think that was incredibly poorly implemented uh, on on so many levels. I think there's so many levels. Um, there's a video on YouTube about how to complete a Gen three Pokedex, and <laughs> the, it's like twenty minutes long. Because the guy's just like, okay, buckle up. This one's going to be a rough one. And, <laughs> and so he was – he uh, like it's uh, – because you, you go through and you get the 200 Pokemon in Ruby and Sapphire. You need Ruby and Sapphire to get those Pokemon. And, okay. Um, then you, get you need two, and then you need, and Green. You need Fire Red and Leaf Green. You can get the original 151, which there's some overlap with Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah. Um, they also in right. Leaf Green and Fire Red, by the way, in the they remakes. They introduced some Johto Pokemon. Well, they did the that, but Island. wait, wait, wait. It, so listen to this. It gets worse. So Leaf Green, Fire Red. So we all, we're all aware that Red and Blue had like version exclusives. Mm. Leaf Green and Fire Red were worse with it. They they made more Pokemon version exclusives. 
between yeah, Fire Red and Leaf did. Green. Not just the Johto Pokemon, but like Kanto Pokemon. That were not originally version yeah. exclusives. Yeah. So they were they were really bad. I think they were like ten or twelve version exclusives between the two. And that that was just disgusting. So like you need both Fire Red and Leaf Green. And you have and to restart nasty stuff too. Like, yeah. like uh I'm pretty sure Electabuzz and Magmar are in there. Yeah, let me let me see. In original red up. and blue, you could catch both. It, it was just like nasty stuff. Like I can't get Electabuzz and Magmar. I could be wrong again. I don't know what exactly was red and blue, but it was it was absolutely gross. Uh, like, let me see. Let me see if I can I'm not find that. Quiz anymore, so I can look need... stuff up. Yeah, you're allowed. You're allowed. Was it Coliseum? <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed to use the, the internet now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you needed a Coliseum to complete the Johto decks. Like you needed it. Without without Coliseum, you couldn't. XD yes. you can live without. I think the only thing you really need XD for is Lugia. And that's only if you didn't get, like, the event in Leaf Green and Fire Red that gave you access to Lugia. Um, also, if you – so, like, if we're, if we're getting rid of that event that get, gives you access to Ho-Oh and Lugia, you have to, uh, you have to like, do some ridiculous nonsense to get Ho-Oh. Like, you have to go through um, – so in Col- Pokemon Coliseum, they have this region called Mount Battle where you do, like, 100 battles. And then at the end – like you, you win it and whatever, and you could do that in the game, like in the campaign, you can do that. However, to get Ho Oh, the way you get Ho Oh is you take that team that you beat the game with, and then you have to go through that Mount Battle challenge in like some external mode, and then at the end of it, you get Ho Oh if you beat it. So like you have to go through a hundred double battles. It is such a grind to get Ho Oh. It is not even funny. Well, let me see here. Um, Just to correct myself, I looked it up. Electabuzz and Magmar were version exclusives in Red and Blue. Oh, My I could have told you that. I didn't pay attention to you. I'm so sorry. Oh, um, I could have told you that. I'm gonna look at the Fire like, Red right Green ones, though. Yeah, no, I was. Uh, yeah, the exclusive list. The exclusive list is larger. Um, in Fire Red yeah, and Leaf Green. Ekans, Oddit, Mankey, Growlithe, Scyther, and Electabuzz for Red. And then yeah, no, Sam it's through. so gross. It's so gross. Like they added stuff. Like I think, I think prior yeah, to this, seven for each, seven yeah. lines per each in because red and blue. I'm gonna look at fire red leaf green right now. Psyduck, I don't think was a version exclusive prior. No, he's a I don't what? Think was that? Psyduck. Yeah, Psyduck was a version exclusive in leaf green. Um, I believe Psyduck is in every no, he's game in fire ever. Red. He's in fire red, but not leaf green. Um, Psyduck is in every game. Yeah, it doesn't matter though because if you're trying to complete the Pokédex, you already have Psyduck and Ruby and Sapphire. It's fine. You, you, and, yeah, I was going to say you already have it. Uh, Shelter is a version exclusive. Was that a version exclusive in Red and Blue? I don't think so. I don't think uh, so. Well, Shelter. Oh, Shelter. I'm sorry. I thought you said Shuckle. No, Shelter. he wasn't. He was in both. Yeah, I'm sorry. So. Excuse my dumb Shelter. brain. Shelter. Um, and I think the other one is like Sublime said. Well, Slowpoke. I don't think was either. Where's uh, my dang version exclusive button? It's fine. Don't worry about it. But I'm just saying, yeah, like whatever. the whole point. The point is, they made it difficult. <clears throat> they made it really difficult to get some of these Pokemon. Ooh, it was absurd. Let me hard shift real fast. Okay. To to the next part of this topic, but um, <clears throat> only because I'm looking at a picture on Serebi right now because it came up and it was relevant. Um, okay. The opening intro for Ruby and Sapphire is probably one of my favorite ever. It, it's it so is definitely cool. at the time. It was impressive. I think. It, I think. At the time. Honestly, I still think it's better than some of the ones we get now. <laughs> I uh, think I th- so too. I think it's just I'm, because that was an intro specifically made for like as an intro compared to something that we get now. 
Like if we look at if you were to boot up Ultra Sun Ultra Moon right now, you'd get a bunch of essentially like, hey, here's some gameplay footage, and then here's a really cool Sogaleo slash Lunala. Well, they that's have all you they, get. they have stuff. No, they have like the starters doing exclusive animations and the characters yeah, but doing that's meh compared but, yeah, to like for the most what part, you get. It's just gameplay. But I don't know the one for Ruby and Sapphire for me cinematic. was cinematic. Yeah, it, yeah. it was it. It was just cool. Like, they featured cool Pokemon. They featured, like, you know, exploring the region, you know, the very diverse region that is Hoenn, mm-hmm. um, as much as 7.8 it is. Um, <laughs> oh, but... <laughs> also, also, one, one, one final... I want to I end on this one. Uh, All right. Just because I think this is a, something that Gen 3 brought us that has been a lasting impact on Pokemon. Remakes. Bro. We've been talking That's about true. Leaf Green, Fire Red, right? First remake. Uh, it was the first, first generation to introduce the remake, and it started a lot of nonsense. My my annual episode of how – or our generational episode about how there's not going to be a remake, and then there's a remake. and Yeah, you have to start like, saying more of there's not going to be one. Yeah. Because I, I want a Gen 4 remake, so I'm going to call it right now. I'm speaking for Thatch. There's not going to be a Gen 4 remake. You are not speaking for me because I know it's inevitability. <laughs> no, shut up. If you say it won't happen, then it will. <laughs> I, I think it's an inevitability. I don't think it, I don't think I think it'll happen in Gen 8. It won't happen. It won't happen no, soon. But it, it would be it would be yeah, it would not be well, I mean, we already know it's not gonna be on three well, yes, but we don't we don't know that. I I've had a they, conversation. They said that the they said no, that their last Pokemon game was You are so game. wrong. Oh my so, gosh. Okay, okay so you only read right now right, I'll, I will tell you what they said during that press conference. So you sit okay. down, boy. Okay. Um, okay. I'll, I'm all right. sitting. I'm going to sit more. Okay. So that press conference, I think I've said this on the show before. They did not say this is the last game on the console. They said this is what we consider the culmination of our work on the 3DS. They also said something similar when Sun and Moon came out. They, they have never said this is the last game we're putting on 3DS. Now, I. Do I think Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are probably the last games of the 3DS? Yes, absolutely. But I would like to say that they typically have – there's typically two teams operating at Game Freak at all times. And we're very we're very sure of what the main team is doing right now, like the big gun team. There's an older, more experienced team and like a, a less experienced team that they like let work on smaller projects like remakes and stuff. Mm. Um, and we know the big guns are all on this like Pokemon Switch thing, right? But we don't know what the younger team's doing. Maybe maybe they drafted them to come in with the Pokemon Switch thing. That's fine. Um, but we don't know what the younger team's doing. They did do work on Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, granted. Uh, because I don't think Junichi Masuda was anything but, like, an executive producer on that. And and so yeah. Yeah. I, I there, wouldn't, there wouldn't be a doubt in my mind, though, that – because the 3DS is still doing really well, by the way. Like, yeah, it, it, it did another record year again. However, <laughs> I, how wow. it did it, I don't know. Because this system is like what seven or eight years old now, and it, it's absurd. And so it's still doing really well. I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like, "Hey, here's your Diamond and Pearl remake this Christmas for the 3DS." I mean, the DS came out in what 2006, and people 2005, 2005. I was or 2004. The difference between a DS and a 3DS. <laughs> well, that's so. because the DS, um, the DS like the Wii, was an incredibly popular system. Because I think the DS yes. is one of the best-selling systems of all time. And I think it sold more units than the Wii. No um, kidding. And the Wii, yeah. the, the Wii without the U, was 
it was a high selling system. Yes, and I think I think it's so, I think there were more DS units out there than I think that's mostly due to like like they're doing the 3DS. Like here's 17 iterations of the same device, and then <laughs> and then you have I mean, people like how many 3DS models have we gone through? How, and how many of them do I own? And that that's I, the real question. So I, I was going to say I've personally gone through three. And they've all been hand-me-downs. I got one from Ethash, <laughs> one from yeah. Ransom, and I just bought one from my roommates. So. How, how many how many 3DS iterations have I had though that have like passed through my hand? I think I've owned in my in like the lifetime of 3DSs. I think I've owned about seven. Damn. Like because I bought one of the OG like I bought one of like the OG blue 3DSs when it came out like in 2012. <laughs> because the only reason I upgraded to a 3DS from a DS at that time, by the way was because the 3DS could hook up to, like, a different Wi-Fi security setting, which was becoming popular, which is the one that everybody uses now. Right. And the DS yeah. couldn't hook up to I that. I remember that. And so I bought a 3DS literally just so I could hook up to that Wi-Fi setting. I'm pretty sure uh, I remember talking to you about that. And, <laughs> because we had the same problem. Yeah. And then we – and so I switched to that. And then um, I sold that one to get the Fire Emblem Awakening edition of it. Um, I actually sold it to uh, to Sarge. Uh, for the Fire Emblem Awakening edition of the 3DS, that's right. and why uh, would you not? Why would you? That that system was beautiful, by the way. Um, and Fire Emblem Awakening is was. Yeah, I mean, I still have it, but uh, <laughs> it, it, <it's, laughs> I do. You didn't get rid of it. You love Fire Emblem more than Pokemon. That is I, untrue. Hey, that is untrue. Up there. <laughs> Don't joke about that. They're both up there. I, I think is, if we're gonna go through the like, hierarchies of franchises, we're gonna go like Pokemon. And then Fire Emblem, like right yeah, up that. And then, right up and, there, then and then we're gonna say like three is a mix between Animal Crossing and Zelda. Like it, But is it a bow episode if I don't hate Fire Emblem a little no, bit? No, it's not. Uh and so, <laughs> you don't know what you're missing, though. You don't know yeah, what I, I bought that one and then I think I bought a uh, I so I, I upgraded to like the new the new 3DS XL, which you own now. <laughs> I, I own it, I still use it. Because I, I sold it to device. you. Well, I sold it to you because I was just like, GameStop is just going to give me this much for it. I might as well give it to one of you guys instead at that price. Instead of like, right. you go- yeah, yeah. And, and so I knew you were looking for a new 3DS. And I'm like, how about $100? And you're like, yeah, that's fine. And so that, w- that worked out perfect. at the time. And uh, then I picked up the new, uh, the Sun and Moon one um, that came out a couple years ago. Or I guess a, a year and a half ago now. And then I sold and then I bought a 2DS XL or not a 2ds xl a 3ds xl the old fat one so i can get turned into a capture card and then i've recently yeah. purchased a 2ds for uh for fun for fun projects and for funsies. for funsies and i also just wanted to know what it felt like to hold it uh because they don't want to put those on demo displays and so i guess that's six um there was there was talk this year of potentially getting the t- Pokeball 2DS XL. Oh, I have that. It's really nice. It's adorable. I know. I've held it before. I used my 3DS XL, but I bought my partner that one, and it's adorable. It's wonderful. It, it's fantastic. Button, it's, it's fantastic. It's 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 a great system. I I'm thinking. I'm still thinking about buying one. I don't know though. And but yeah, I mean, I've gone through a ton of 3DSs, and that's why the system lasts so long. I think it's just because they keep coming out with the different iterations. I don't think. I mean, I would. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there was another Pokemon game, though. That, that's just where I want to end it. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a Gen Four remake at the end of this year, and then we get Switch next year. I mean, yeah. If we, if we, that's where I could see it. Is if um, they think that they're not going to put a game on the Switch, 
this yeah. year, they're going to try to put Pokemon out by Christmas. You know, at but least in I don't, some way. I don't know I agree if they will, though, because, like, I, I don't think – like, we got that skip year between um, – what was it? Omega Ruby and Sun and Moon. Now, please, Pokemon, like, do not give me, like, a 400-day dry spell of announcements of games. That that was absurd, and that hurt me. Hurt me real, yeah. real deep inside, Pokemon. It, it hurt us all. And, I mean, we run a weekly podcast. We're coming up with topics. It's, at least, at least like, have Junichi Masuda, like, go outside and dance or something and, like, post a video and, like, send it to my email. Um, and, like, right. at least I could talk about that for a week, you know? <laughs> but it's, uh, it, before, it's before, very interesting. Before we end the Gen 3 topic, I just want to say to you that on Cerebi.net right now, I was looking at Fire Red Leaf Green to find the version exclusives, and I didn't find yeah. it. But I did find a tab labeled the Evolution Debacle. Yeah, it's called the Evolution Debacle, and it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> anyway, and if you click on it, it's, it's like debacle. three lines. It's like three lines. It is a debacle. Yeah. That was, uh, it, was, it, was it was because it was their first. It was their first remake. I mean, you can you can tell Gen Three was full of first because they're because if we look at Gen One and Two, they they were just like these are our games. This is as far as Pokemon's going. And oh, but they, I, they didn't. They didn't plan like, for Gen three. They thought that Gold and Silver were going to be the final Pokemon games, and they had planned for them when they made Red and Blue. That's true. Yeah, they planned for that when yeah. Red and Blue came out, and so like, oh, it, yeah, it's very evident. And so when they got when they got to Gen three, it's just like, okay, this is a franchise that's going to go on for years. Like that was the moment, and I feel like you're setting up a lot of first and things that are going to happen with that. Um, and yeah, I, this is one of those things because it's just like, here's our first remake. Do we let the Pokemon evolve or not? And then they didn't, and it was a huge thing. We were all upset about it. They knew that. And so when you go to HeartGold, Soul Silver, I can trade an Electivire day one. That, and, yeah, that's true. And I'm looking at I'm looking at the 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 explanation of it. But they say when you catch sixty Pokemon and you show Professor Oak your decks with at least sixty Pokemon yeah. caught, he'll update you to a national decks, and then your things will evolve. Yes. So it in there is just a criteria, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. You, it's it's a lot like what's yes. happening, honestly, Your with Star Wars Battlefront Two right now. Until you catch sixty Pokemon, is what it is. It's not like Star yeah. Wars Battlefront Two at all. Okay, but it is. You can't unlock certain characters, popular characters, until you get so far in the game, or you pay. The only problem was yeah. with the Game Boy Advance. You didn't. There was no uh, uh, freemiums. Yeah, I, I, this was interesting though. It was. I mean, Gen Three in general. It was an interesting time. Like I said, it was a bunch of firsts. They didn't know what they were doing. I mean, it goes back to the transferring versus the trading thing, like we were talking about. And yeah. it, it's just a full bunch of a bunch of first, and they were trying to figure out, hey, how do we get this to move forward all the time? And right. they, they, they were, there's a lot of forward thinking. There's a lot of mistakes. And I mean, I, I have to say, Pokemon like Game Freak handles Pokemon first way better than, in my opinion, Pokemon Go and Niantic, because Niantic <laughs> that game that game would not be as successful as it is unless it had the Pokemon brand on it, because it is oh, the no. buggiest and- game in the entire world. Like yeah. it is, it is so buggy. I cannot, I cannot believe how buggy that game is, and how long it takes them to fix certain major bugs, and people still play it. And I played Pokemon. Ingress. Yeah, I played Ingress for a little while, and I mean that game was almost flawless. Dude, like, Ingress is really good. They they programmed the action, it well. Yeah, everything that goes into that game, like every action you make, it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Ingress is at all relevant anymore but this harry potter thing that's coming out like 
I'm I'm worried about that. that. Like if it if it's like held to the same quality standard as Pokemon Go, I don't think no. it's going to do that well. No, we, we can talk about that. We can talk about that on another show. I'm just um, saying it's going to last for about a month and it's going to drop. But check check out the Harry Potter Underground Champions League. Hupuckle. Yep. Um, and Hup- so we'll talk about Hup-Puckle. the Not Tupuckle, uh, just to be clear. Hup- yeah, Hupuckle. Um, Hupuckle. All right, so that is going to be it for the topic this week, guys. We're going to take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon the episode. We will catch you. Gentry trumpets. Doctor Martino, please, we need your help. This Psyduck has a terrible headache, but a regular potion didn't work. The famous champion Cynthia's secret potion didn't work. We even put him in the healing machine in the Pokemon Center, and it didn't work. Look, Nurse Joy is crying in the corner. We are desperate. Please, Dr. Audino, please help us. Nurse Chansey, I've done everything that I can, but however, I've seen that there's one missing element from this piece. I've gone through the patient side of the room, and I've noticed multiple cups of berry juice all, all over the room. At first, I thought everybody was giving a visual to his farewell, but no. Each cup seemed to have a little essence of a special elixir, and I've come down to this conclusion. This side up is just hungover. Catch AutonoMD tonight. All new episodes. And welcome back, guys, to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 373, Salamence, the Dragon Pokemon. Its Pokemon Sun and Moon entry states, When angered, it loses all sense of itself and destroys everything around it. The destruction will continue until Salamence has tired itself out. It flies around on its wings, which have grown in at last. Its happiness it gushes, oh, in its happiness, it gushes hot flames, burning up fields it passes over. So Salamence is really cool because it's usable in, like, everything. Um, it's, I don't think it's OU anymore. I think it's Borderline right now. Um, really? Not, yeah. It, well, so Salamence was UU for a while, actually. Um, I, I did know that. I knew when Me- it, like, Mega- jumped up to Mega, then it kind of got... Up yeah, a bit so, when, when the whole mega thing was going on. But so, I'm out of the loop, so don't listen to well, me. Well, so it was OU back in Gen 5, and then when it was Ubers back in Gen 4, um, after being OU for a while. Because Dragon was everything. Well, so the problem with <laughs> the problem with it was you had a nice balanced meta while Garchomp was there. And then and they, they had Garchomp out. And then you had this a bunch you had a bunch of drama with Garchomp getting taken out in Gen 4. And then Salmon's got taken out after Garchomp, and it was kind of this vacuum. Yeah, it was just it was just this vacuum that continuously just got filled. Like, the, it, well, once you lost Salamence, you're like, well, what do we fill it with now? Flygon or Dragonite? <laughs> right. Uh, and the answer is Dragonite. Um, absolutely, yes. Dragonite. You you fill that void with Dragonite because Dragonite is all right. I think the only thing Dragonite has over Salamence is like access to superpower or something like that. Um, Salamence, though, hmm. decent, decent typing, dragon flying. I mean, it's standard, pretty much, dragon, right? And 135 attack, 100 speed. Mega Salamence itself is Ubers. 
And that's just nutso stats. Like 145 attack, 130 defense, 120 special attack. It gets aerialate as its ability. So it, all of its normal type moves become flying type moves with a boost. <laughs> and it, it gets things like hyper voice and double edge, which you can u- utilize for that. And I mean, Wait, I know. It's great in the BGC. Exactly. Uh, that's a big thing. I think Mega Salamence there. He also gets, he also gets Tailwind too, which is useful in BGC. And for, in terms of speed control. Like, he has Intimidate before he Mega Evolves, Mm -hmm. which is also great for the BGC. Salamence is. Yeah, no, he's. Yeah. Mega Salamence, I was using, I was using Mega Salamence for a while in BGC 16 because it was a decent support mod. To things like, um, because speed control, like, I'm a huge speed control player. I think most people are, right? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of have to be. You, you have to be to play VGC. I think VGC more than OU, you need a lot more speed control. And I, that is one of my options for speed control is some kind of tailwind mod. And Salamence gets tailwind. So that's really good. Um, and so you could run something like Sublime was saying. Uh, Double Edge, Hyper Voice, Tailwind. I think Draco is a viable option as well. Um, you can also do like Protect. Definitely. You probably need Protect because it's VGC. But something like that, that's, that's huge for VGC. Um, when you go to OU though, you have, um, you have regular Salamence. <laughs> and, um, if I were to tell you, if you, if you were to guess what like the best item on Mega Salamence is for OU, like regular Salamence, what would you say it is? Cause I can tell you there's an absolutely correct answer. For any Pokemon that doesn't hold a Megastone, that that is Sorry, other typing. What did you I'm ask? I'm just going to guess, and I do not play OU, that it's Choice Scarf. No, it's Flinium Z. Um, now oh, let me explain. Yeah, let me. Explain. Oh, I can I can definitely see that because Super, Super- Sonic Sky Strike. <laughs> so it, it, I, so I've been Shambu- on the, I've been on the receiving end of that. So Shamu and I have been talking about this for a while. Um, as, maybe on Battlecast. I don't know. Shamu and I talk about this literally all the time. We talk about competitive. Flying type is such a good offensive type right now. Um, you, you don't have a lot of steel types in the meta. You have a couple that are going to try to wall out things like the Tapus and stuff like that. I think the major steel types you see though are like Scizor and, um, the occasional fortress and then, for, uh, Ferrothorn. Now, all of those Pokemon in common take neutral damage from flying type. You don't have like a pure steel type that's out there, right? Um, and, on top of that, the other things that resisted are like rock. You don't see a lot of pure rock types. And so Flying EMZ isn't or like Supersonic Sky Strike isn't resisted by pretty much anything in the meta. And if you get something that can stab Flying EMZ, that's insane, right? Um, I think the biggest abuser of this is Landorus T, but you could do the same thing with Salamence. He gets fly. You just, you just click Flying EMZ. You KO something. He gets Dragon Dance, run Dragon Dance. Get the Dragon Dance. What, you're plus one when you're using Flynium Z. That's like base 180. And you've got access to Dragon Claw, Outrage, uh, Earthquake, stuff like that. So I think, I think it's a definitely a huge possibility to play Salamence really well in terms of just being Salamence and not Mega Salamence. But VGC 18, like Sublime was saying, is a fantastic option as well. And it was really great. It's been great in many years of the VGC. VGC 16, yeah. it was fun. Super standard. Yeah, in VGC 16, it was really good. I think, yeah, uh, I think it was used in VGC 15. It wasn't shock, obviously, but it was it was usable in VGC 15, and now it's coming back again in VGC 18, which is essentially the same format, and with like some some new additions. 
but like the Tabus, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, in terms of the TCG, I don't think there's been like a really good Salamence card in a while. Um, let me, let me take a look here real quick. Let me I take mean, a other look. than the one you just said. Yeah, I was talking to you guys before the show. There was the Salamence EX and Mega, Mega Salamence EX. Um, there actually hasn't Red been a Salamence in Sun and Moon yet. Um, I, I am hmm. blown away by that actually. There hasn't been a Sun and Moon Salamence yet. They, you could have done funny. something with I it think- like jumping off the cliff. Exactly. That's exactly what I think about with the, yeah. and, and I feel like Salamence is one of like a Pokemon I really think about when I go to Sun and Moon because there was that like 1% chance to catch the level five Salamence in that cave or whatever, you know, yeah. the less than 1% and Bagon, you know, like, yeah. And maybe it's because I'm a Pokemon hunter, you know, I like, I, I enjoy hunting mm-hmm. and catching them in their environments, but I, I, you know, and it was early in the game too. I, when I think of sun and moon, Salamence is one of the Pokemon I immediately go to. Bo, you need to play ultra sun, ultra moon. Hey. The, uh, the Pokemon that are available early there, nutsos. See, I'm, I'm, I'm about like, uh, let's see. I think I'm in the middle of my third trial and the only Pokemon I've used is Rowlet. Dartrix. Uh, like dude, you could have caught else, a Noibat. I'm, you could have caught a Noibat early on. You could have caught um, Halucha early on. Halucha? Well, I already have flying. I'm, yeah. <sighs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, we can I talk use about all that. my other guys as tech. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do my normal spiel about the name thing. It's not as obvious with this one, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to be as stupidly funny with it. But um, Salamence appears to be based on a salamander. Um, what? And also, <laughs> yeah, no, Salamence, the name combination is a combination of salamander and menace, vengeance, vehemence, or violence in regards to its brutal nature. <laughs> um, well, y'all have heard that theory about how it was originally intended to be Flygon. Yeah, his name was supposed to be the Flygon? Name, they were supposed to yeah. have swapped names, because what are uh, Salamence's pre-evolution names? Bagon and Shellgon. Bagon, Shellgon, Flygon, they were all going to be It would make sense. And the whole like premise of Bagon is it wants to learn to fly. Mm-hmm. Right, huh. so it gets there, right? But they switched it with Flygon for some reason, which kind of looks like a salamander-looking thing. So, well, it's know. based on uh... it's based on a lot of people think it's based on the dragonfly. It's actually based on the antlion um, because the antlion is... starts. Yeah, it's an. What actual... is an antlion? I don't even know what an antlion is. Look, look it up. up Go look it up because it oh, starts out gosh. as a little ant larvae, much like Trap Hinch does. And then it eventually grows into a dragonfly-like creature. The main difference what? is dragonflies don't have antennae, and antlions do. Look this up. That, I'm not that's kidding. a real thing. I'm looking at it. It does look like Flygon. It looks Flygon? like a lot like it looks Flygon? a lot like Vibrava, actually. It, it uh, right, and it, it does yeah. look a lot like Vibrava. The thing is, antlions do go through a um a metamorphosis, a, uh, cocoon state. Yeah, they yeah. have a cocoon state, which Flygon doesn't represent, but. Mm-hmm. Flygon has antennae and Dragonfly do not have antennae. So, um, it, it, Yanmega is a Dragonfly Pokemon and Yanma is because yeah. they don't have antennae. Interesting. Um, the other thing I noticed that was interesting about Salamence, just as I was like looking through the page, was it's only level up moves that are special mm-hmm. are Dragon Breath and Fire types. So Salamence yeah. is a fire breathing dragon. It's not a fire type. And I don't know. He also know... gets Draco. He also gets Draco. Well, that's not level up. But he doesn't get it level up. Mm-mm. He gets dragon breath, ember, and flamethrower. He's a fire breathing dragon, but he's not fire type. I think that's really interesting because not a lot of, I don't think any other dragons actually that come to mind other than the fire type ones. Yeah. Uh, get anything fire 
that's level true. up. Like that's just a cool real world reference because in Pokemon world, you know, fire breathing dragons yeah. aren't a thing other than the actual dragons they have. So I thought that I think that's really cool. Uh, moving back to the TCG, the two cards that we were talking about are the Salamence yeah. EX from the promo from the box. I think it's still legal right now, actually. Um, you he for one fire and a double colorless. You can do Beastly Fang for ten. Uh, it does an extra fifty if your opponent's Pokemon EX is in play. I thought it so was fifty-two as, each of your uh, for each EX. Yeah, that's it. And so that used to be good. Uh, no, uh. that used well, it used to be usable. Um, and now we have GX Pokemon, so it doesn't count. Well, it costs three energy. Eh. Three, yeah, I mean, but you could do like a hundred some damage. And that's relying on your opponent's bench is never good. I, I that's why I think it's a tech for like a fire deck. Like you could you could definitely like play that in Volcanion or something. Although well, if you're uh, Volcanion, Volcanion you back in the day. Yeah, like it, back like, in the and day. Looking at the mega, it has in like I thought it always had potential because it has the ability to do however much damage you need. Okay, but it never saw use. What was the mega? mega uh, Mega Solomons has Savage Wing, which costs a does, fire. Does a water. well. So I think the big question is: Does a uh, does a Spirit Link exist? Um, I think if, Spirit Link exists for everything made after um, after yeah, burning. Um, right. Yeah. After, after yeah. The, and Wise that they did Spirit Links for everything. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's, you can discard as many. Well, I only ask because this is like more. This is a because uh, all I think is this is a uh, okay it, it does exist because it's a promo I knew I knew the Salamence EX was a promo it never came out as a set. oh yeah promos so usually make, come out with the, the with the uh, yeah I, I don't know because they, they might have been they might have been cheeky you know and done it and so yeah. I, that's all I was wondering because yeah um just never saw play see. not yep. good enough uh all right then so that I guess that's it for Salamence uh. If you want to, if you want to find out more about Pokemon in general, check out PokePodcast.com and where you get a bunch of articles and you keep updated on the podcast itself. So that will be, that will be it for this. We're going to shift gears, guys, and go to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! Check your inbox. It's time for the mailbag. Mail! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves, yeah. It's even funny knowing you were going to do it. Um, okay. I'm, so, I'm glad that we both understood whose part was whose, too, because he did the vocalization and I just kept the straight note. All right. So this is uh, this Perfect. Is, this is the wow. segment of the show where we read listener emails. So if you have an email, you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We typically have a question for you guys to answer. This week was about Puckle 10. How do you feel? What's your favorite part about Puckle? Blah, blah, blah. Um, next week, the mailbag question is going to be, what was your favorite thing from Generation 3? Um, again, once again, email it to PucklePodcast.gmail.com. Of course, you can send emails not referring to that. We will definitely read them on the show. Um, so definitely PucklePodcast.gmail.com. I can't say that enough. But without also, further ado... Oh, go if ahead. If your answer is not trumpets, you're wrong. All right. So moving, ahead, moving on to, <laughs> uh, to, to the mailbag, our first email is going to be from... 
the wonderful Red 7. Bo, you've got this. I got this. This is Red 7 writing into another awesome mailbag. Wow, 2017 was really something, wasn't it? It's good to see that we've all made it to the beginning of another year with our favorite franchise intact. While the nation is still divided on the important issues that hover overhead, i.e. whether USUM was worth the $40 or not, honestly, in my opinion, it was not. I find myself feeling at ease about the past year and all the fun and happiness Pokemon has brought to me. My New Year's resolution is to get better at TCG and finally wander into into a true competitive tournament. It's always been a dream of mine to compete, but I've been so busy lately. What's that, Thatch? I, I should stop being a crybaby and, and put my money where my mouth is? You're right! On this day, I, Red Bartholomew Seven, <laughs> do solemnly swear that I will become an okay competitor and go to regionals. Maybe. I guess as long as I don't try and sit on a Greninja, I'll be okay. <laughs> well, I'm planning on going to the St. Louis ones next month, so... Just yeah, saying. girl, and I got an apartment now, <laughs> like like my own place. You're here. You you, you come. I was going to come visit you. Absolutely. Visit me. I thought you were coming for me. You're going to come and visit me while you're at St. Louis Regionals. Now you should it's you not... should come to St. Louis Regionals too. That's no, the plan was you were going to come visit me and we were going to hang out at St. Louis Regionals. And now it sounds oh, like you're fine. going to St. Louis Regionals and then you're maybe going to see all me of these there. things are the same thing. That, they're not. They're, di- they're very different. I'll explain to you why later. <laughs> Hurts my feelings. I, I just hope we all lose day one so we don't have to do anything day two. <laughs> no, you were hanging out with me the entire time you're here in St. Louis. And if you don't, I'm going to. Yeah, no, I, that's the plan. I think Basket's thinking about coming too. Oh my gosh, if Basket and you were here. It'll be a blast. It's like Brofist. It's like Puckle Brofist. <laughs> just be, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would ruin I would ruin you guys <laughs> <laughs> on to the mailbag questions my favorite part of Puckle 10 was listening to all the fun that the Puckle community had during PuckleCon. it fills my heart with joy knowing that complete strangers from different walks of life can come together over a common interest and bond with one another one of these things or one of these days I'm going to find my way to PuckleCon and finally meet everyone face to face until then I will faithfully boot up each new episode and listen to all the crazy things you guys have to say to answer the other mailbag question. My favorite part about Scron is when he's not around. <laughs> he put in a, he put in a just kidding. Uh, so, so wait, I'd like to, I'd like to say if you want to try to meet all of us face to face for realsies, I would try to come to a PuckleCon sooner rather than later only because, and I like it, it hurts me to say this. Um, because PuckleCon is getting larger literally every year. And I like, it blows my mind every year, how large it gets, because mm-hmm. like the first year we did it, there were eight of us. This, the the year after that, there were like 20 people. The year after that, there were like 30, 30 to 40 people I, I, showed up to PuckleCon 40, 40 ish. Yeah. There were four, there were yeah. four, no, four, not 50. I'd say 40 ish though. There are about 40 ish people that showed up to PuckleCon though last year. And um, if it keeps growing, um, I don't know. If, I have three data points, so like I can't, I can't say whether it's exponential or not. Um, if it <laughs> if it keeps growing, um, 
at, at like a, at a high rate, it's going to get to the point, And it really hurts me to say this because I, I pride ourselves on like trying to get back to people as soon as I possibly can and involve people as easily as I can. Right. Yeah. Always. That's I, a huge part of Puckle. Yeah, that's, that's what a I really like. How we became what we are. Yeah. And I, I really like doing that, but with like the larger community and the larger sizes of people coming to see us, it, it's really difficult to like sit down and get to talk with everybody. Like, yeah, and get that FaceTime, like, yeah, that's, like that's actually really, have a meaningful interaction. Yeah, yeah and, like, it, it hurts me to say that because, like, there's definitely a lot of people that came to PuckleCon that I feel like I didn't get to talk to a lot this year. And I really, mm-hmm. like, I know that's just, like, it's just going to be a thing in the future, right? Like, I'm I'm not going to be able to sit down and talk to everybody that I want to. Um, so definitely consider that. Um, like if you're just like, man, maybe I'll come to PuckleCon this year, if not the year after that. Well, I would do it this year as opposed to the year after. Um, because I definitely see this as something that's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. And I, I don't see it slowing down anytime soon. Like once it hits a plateau, yeah, well, I'll, I can make predictions, but I, I don't know that we'll ever hit a plateau just because the yeah, public community right. is continuously growing. Also, let me throw this in there. The Midwest is not a destination point. People don't <laughs> want to come here. It's, yeah. it, the weather is terrible all the time. There's nothing but either hills or not hills. And um, the two options there, there are. It, it, yes. corn. corn. Corn and beans. That's yep. what we do here. And yep. I'm in Missouri. He's in Ohio. Uh, I couldn't believe, I couldn't not, believe how many people there, we there, got this past year. Like that blew my mind. Like the number of people yeah. that we got to show up to PuckleCon this past year – Without nationals being attached to it, because I, I thought I thought not having nationals doubled. was going to it almost doubled. That was yeah. crazy. <laughs> I thought nationals was crazy, but my point is, plane tickets are cheap here because nobody yeah. wants to come here because it's awful. Except no, for Puckle, they're, they're not terrible. So, so there's there's no beaches. There's nothing. I mean, we have some brilliant architecture, and we do. We you know we have some wonderful things to see, just like anywhere in the world. You know, we have culture, but it's not a destination point. So like plane tickets are on the cheap, you know, train tickets are on the cheap. Uh, if you drive here, it's about the same as if you drive anywhere else. But you know, if you're thinking about, you know, doing something, this is probably one of the cheaper vacations you could do. And if you really, you know, are interested mm-hmm. and you're thinking about it, totally come. We're, I'd like to think that we're cool. We definitely invite everyone. We love seeing people and just hanging I don't, out. I don't think anybody that's ever come to PuckleCon has ever been like, man, I regret coming to PuckleCon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't, anybody I don't, that came to yeah. rate us on a scale of one to 10 and I'm probably all going to be tens except for maybe like one or two nines. And that's just from people that are picky. Well, I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, <laughs> I have plans for this year. So like if people want details about PuckleCon this year, don't hope for them right now. Uh, we're still working them out. It's a huge, like, I'm going through like a huge like life thing right now, graduating and like finding a job, and it's you. It's like right around the time PuckleCon would be, so we're <laughs> we're working it all out. Uh, like Snag's helping me out with it right now, and he and I are back and forth because like we don't know where it's gonna be yet. He and I are talking back and forth about where like I'm just like honestly, it's the first person to like find a reasonable place to have. <laughs> and I'm, I I think. See. Uh, Snag and I have also talked about the the debate. I'm kind of team Snag on it, but that's only because of my location. Yeah, no, well, like, we're, like <laughs> honestly, honestly, right now I'm for uh, Snag's point of view, just because 
Um, like with me moving, I don't want to have to figure that out. Right. I don't know where I'm moving to yet either. Like, that's the big thing. Like, I don't know where I'm going to live in four months. That's kind of scary. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I was homeless for six months, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not like that, not though. It's where it's, you're going to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, I don't know where, I don't know where my job's going to be. And, uh, I do have like a couple locations picked out in some tentative areas just in case something happens. Um, there you go. Like, uh, You're probably smarter I, than me. I, I mean, I already picked out like some potential PacoCon locations depending on where I move. And the the thing is like I then have to get time off for that right after I start a new job. And uh, depending on the job I get, it may or may not be easy. Who knows? And Either way, let's go right back into this email. Yeah, this is already going to be a long episode. <laughs> it's pretty Sorry. Good. Uh, we just we just ended with Red Seven being like yeah. well, my favorite part about Scron is when he's not around. <laughs> just kidding. What's that, yeah. Scron? You want me to find the nearest bridge and jump off it? I hope you run to a busy set of railroad tracks and Scron. I can't repeat such filthy language in a mailbag. There are children listening. I know you don't mean it. Of course, I forgive you. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's time to get back to work. Here's to another great year at Thatch and Puckle Crew. Later days, Red Seven. Thanks, Red Seven. All right, Sublime, you're you're next with uh, Birdkeeper Cobra. Okay, hi, Puckle people. It's me, your friendly neighborhood Birdkeeper Cobra. I am a bit late, but I wanted to tell you guys how much I enjoyed the Puckle Ten stream, even for the short amount of time I was able to participate. Great content per usual. I usually listen to the podcast at work, which really helps the morning fly by. But sometimes I miss things. That being said, I am positive I caught the mailbag question for the next episode. What are your favorite things about Scrawn and why? Golly gee, <laughs> where do I start? As you know, I'm his number one fan. So I'll try to keep it to my top five. He is the best looking host because I'm superficial. Um, obviously, you've never seen me, Cobra, but whatever. Yeah, that's um, fine. That's <laughs> the attachment, B. I didn't put the attachment. Uh, the attachment is a screenshot of Scrawn from the Puckle 10 stream giving the thumbs up to the camera. After we were done making malasada dough. I see. All right. Um, he doesn't spend his, an entire stream talking about the Beach Boys. Whoa, that didn't um, happen for an entire stream. Just for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. He likes to troll Thatch because he, that's why hashtag roast Thatch. He does awesome voices in Pokemon-themed ads. Loudrid audiobooks gets me every time. He definitely probably doesn't look like a Power Ranger, and he is the best at Barrier Ball. <laughs> okay, Scrawn Scrawn looks a lot like the Blue Ranger though. Like Yeah, he does. That's yeah, a thing. Scrawn's a Blue Ranger. I like that this is becoming a thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh But I, I okay, I haven't even heard the thing before, but like I can look at like I know I've known I've known Scrawn for Wait, 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 wait. Years. Did you not hear did you not hear the joke in general? Oh, like what? there's there, I there's the an ongoing there's an ongoing joke about Scrawn looking like a Blue Ranger. I thought you knew the joke. No, I just I, <laughs> I seriously missed it. I can just I've known I've known him for like ten years, and I could tell you that that he he's a Blue Ranger. Like if you're like if Scrawn if Scrawn took a Facebook quiz on what Power Ranger he would be, I'd be like he'd be Blue Ranger. That's obvious. <laughs> I don't. That's fantastic. Okay, I don't know how all y'all's brains work. I totally did not. 
What, you just so made it joke? so much that so Lydian just one day called him uh, a knockoff Blue Ranger because in the Discord his icon looks like uh, looks like Billy Cranston, and, <laughs> and so like so like the fact that you said this just makes it even better. Oh, that's great! <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't even know that was a thing. I was yeah. just like. No, Scrawn's a Blue Ranger. Duh, he's obviously <laughs> like I thought. He was like I thought. Um, who said th- who sent this email? This was um, uh, Linian. Linian. I thought Linian was just like he definitely doesn't look like a Power Ranger. Oh like, no, no, I this was, this was, was some this kind is of Cobra. thing, but I didn't think it was that specific. Yeah, but I was, it was like, that specific. Scrawn's oh, obviously the Blue Ranger. That's so perfect. <laughs> all right, finish the finish the email. Yes, all right. Sorry, it's hilarious. Scrawn is the best. As an added note, please have more Mrs. T shiny hunts. Hashtag uh, Swana RIP in pieces. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I'm doing. Um, much love, Bird Keeper Cobra. And all right, all right, guys, that's it for the mailbag question. Like I said, you can email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, letting us know what your favorite part of Gen 3 is. Send that in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can keep up with Puckle during the week when you're not listening to uh, to my delicious vocal cords. And you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit, all those delicious. at pucklepodcast.com. You can also go ahead and check out us, check us out on Discord. The link to the invite is in the description of the show as well. Um, come and check us out on Twitch, uh, where we have a lot of fun. I stream once a week. So does Jushiro, uh, where we stream at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. You can of course come and support the show in a couple different ways. One, you can support us by just going and buying t-shirts at T public, our link to our stores in the description. You get some puckle swag, or you can just buy other puckles or anything else you find on the store. As long as you use that link, we get a, we get a cut for, uh, leading you guys there. On top of that, if you want, uh, you can also check out uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. They stopped all of their stupid shenanigans, so you can go ahead and uh, help us out there. I am running a promotion on that. If you are a patron of any dollar amount uh, by February, you're going to go ahead and uh, get all of the $10 tier rewards, regardless of what you're paying that month. Um, You can go ahead and do that. Uh, I think we're going to be get. that's one of the months we're going to be sending a trading card out with, uh, with the letter that we do every month. Um, oh, that's either, freaking awesome. Nice. It's either, it's either going to be a Bosefus card or a Whimsicott card or a Shambu card. Everybody's going to have to vote on that. Um, okay. I was unaware um, of this. My bad. Uh, <laughs> you were, uh, well this month, this month, no, actually, you, no, you're right. You did tell me I was getting yeah. made into a Pokemon card. You yeah. did tell me that. I did I tell you this. Um, it, like it'll happen to you inevitably, but in Fe- February's card is going to be a choice between those three. And so we're going to, we're going to do that and, um, we'll see how the voting works out with that. And we'll have the card sent out because, uh, this month everybody gets a thatch card. It's really fun. Oh, oh, that's, uh, that's a little bit narcissistic. I oh my gosh! Say, I did it! I did it! Completely, completely unnarcissistically. A vote for the Bosevis card is is a vote against Team Rocket and a vote against <laughs> Team Aqua and Team Magma. But I really if like you, Team Rocket. Okay, well then it's vote for Team Rocket. Okay, you Only, got it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what? Change everything I just said. You know what? I, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, you done. A vote you're for Bosevis is a vote for Team Rocket. Let's go, Team Rocket. Uh, Bosefus card all the way. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Let's go, and Bo. So Hashtag Gobo. That is going to be it for this week. Uh, I am Trainer <laughs> Thatch. 
I'm Bosis. And I'm Sublime Manic. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. As always, we would like to thank our patrons for supporting this show. Regal Superior, Ten Little Men, Duly Noted, Ivan, Jonathan, Andrea, Elaria, Locke, Mongo87, Snag, Jushiro, Bosephus, Ryan, John, Marcus, Jordan, Claude9, Chris, John, R. Sigma. Doc, Nathan, the Golden Klefki, Uncle Oshawa, Matthew, Trevor, TJ, Rayuse, Shambles, Birdkeeper Cobra, Richard, Daniel, Greg, Alec, Christopher, Ozzy, Alex, Kenneth, Bob, Victor, Rotted Mushroom, Beaverla, Chris, Thomas, uh, Jedi DJ, Antonio, Ibrahim, Travis, Matthew, and the real Evie. Thank you very much for your support, and we hope to catch you all next week on the Flip Flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.